Hey, welcome on the lab show. This is Adnan Maksud. I'm gonna ask you a favor real quick because this is very important conversation that I'm going to have with my special guest pastor, Todd Coconado. But before we begin with the broadcast and our conversation, I need everybody to please give me a favor, share this video with your family, friends, and tag somebody named right below this live broadcast because I truly believe somebody in your friend list needs to hear the conversation that we are going to have. I believe in my heart that God is up to new things and you don't want to miss the belief. The things that are happening around the world, do you think all oh, this is coincidence? I don't think so. It is everything that is happening, it is up under the control of God. If you think that everything that is happening is taking God by surprise, then you don't know what is really happening in the atmosphere or in our environment. But today I have a special guest. He's a podcast uh, host and he is an author and husband, a father, but also a revivalist. He has a passion to see revival here in the United States and beyond. But I'm going to encourage everybody before I bring him on, make sure you share this broadcast on your social media. So thank you so much, Pastor Todd for coming on. I'm honored to have you, sir. But those who are wondering about Adnan, you said very least about uh, the introduction about Pastor um, Coconado. Would you like to add something to it? Oh, thank you. Well, Adnan, it's so good to be here. We love CTN. I love what you're doing. You're doing a great work at this program. And so, uh, yeah, you know, we've just been going around the nation. I pastored in Los Angeles, California, right there in Hollywood uh, for 17 years. And about three years ago, the Lord moved us out to Nashville, Tennessee. And uh, it's been kind of a season of getting comfortable with being uncomfortable. I know many of you can relate to this. Uh, as you mentioned in the intro, God is up to something new. And uh, it doesn't look quite like what we've seen the last 20 or 30 years in the body of Christ. There's a great shaking going on and there's a lot of disruption. But at the same time, he is moving in ways that I have never seen, honestly, in the ministry. Uh, you know, just people are coming out in the droves everywhere we go. Uh, we were just up in Batavia, New York. There was 400 people, Adnan, that got baptized up there. Uh, you know, a couple wow. weeks before that, we were out there in the beaches, uh, Myrtle Beach, uh, same thing. You know, Virginia Beach, 200 people got baptized. So the Lord is just doing wow. something new and fresh. And so we have to hold on. We can't get discouraged in this time. I know the news cycle is pretty uh, abysmal. If you look at it, it's pretty depressing. But we as a people of God, we're not, uh, you know, part of this world. We're actually uh, citizens of heaven. So we're in yes. the world, but we're not of the world. And so as much as the things can be discouraging that you see here, we know that God is going to pour out his spirit in the last days. And that's what we're seeing is an end time move of God. And I'm believing and seeing miracle signs and wonders and the Lord moving on our behalf, Adnan. That's powerful. And as I was sharing this broadcast on over on social media, because I want to make sure everybody here the conversation and the talks we're going to have today because I believe we just didn't even scratch the surface what he talked about. Uh, but I believe that God is doing a new thing and God has his remnant prepared and you're yes. part of it. You don't want to be feel like, oh, I'm not part of it. You are part of it, the remnant that God gathering all over the world. And I believe that revival is here for many years. We heard oh, revival is coming. Revival is coming but you are part of revival. But I want to go right into it. You've written a very important book, uh, Pastor Todd, 
and the name of the book is The Great Reprieve. Is that correct? Am I saying correct? You are. You're saying it correct. Yes. So what is the uh, book is about and why did you feel the urgency? Millions of books have written. You thought that your pen has to be part of all the books that written. Well, it's funny that you say that because you're right. You know, it's never really been on my heart to write a book until the last season. And now we're actually writing our second book as we speak. But, you know, the Lord is really speaking to his remnant. You mentioned a very key word, Adnan, remnant. And there is a remnant and that remnant is rising. In fact, there's so many people in this remnant. I don't know how much longer we can call it a remnant uh, because yeah. the people are awakening and uh, the church is awakening. And this is what needed to happen. And I believe God's using this time where he is shaking the church and he is separating the wheat from the tares. And we're seeing some very significant events happening worldwide. And so it's not just in America. You know, if you look around the world, I mean, we've had the yellow vest movements. We've had, you know, all types of, uh, you know, people uprising in different countries around the world, uh, various shifts in government and leadership around the world. We've seen changes in Israel. Many different things are happening at once. And there's a lot of things with prophetic significance that are happening right now. And so, uh, you know, this is a time for we really have to have ears to hear and be walking in what I like to call the Issachar anointing, which is a, an anointing where we can discern and understand the times that we're in, because uh, that word discernment is so critical, crucial and important. Uh, the people of God have to have discernment because there is a, a deception that's also taking place simultaneously. Some people are deceived and uh, there's, you know, definitely people rising up speaking false gospels and distorting the gospel and syncretizing the gospel with other religions. And, and so we have to be very discerning. But at the same time, I really believe God wants to move in such a way that, uh, you know, it, it, I almost say it's like the best of times and the worst of times at the same time. So yes. what do I mean by that? You know, and, and that's what we kind of wrote about in the book is we're at this very critical moment of decision. We're at a critical crossroads or juncture in our culture and it's going to take the ecclesia, the body of Christ, to rise up and to be the head and not the tail. We've got to stand for truth. We've got to stand for righteousness. We've got to stand fast and stand firm on the word of God. And, and, and it's the truth that's going to set us free, as the Bible says. You know, and so we have to speak these words of life. We can't get caught up in the weeds. I call the uh, mainstream corporate media the modern-day prophets of Baal, Adnan. And yes. The reason why I call them that is if, you know, as a believer, if that's where we're getting all our information, if we're living in that place, we're going to be discouraged, you know, because we're going to listen to what they're saying. We're going to say, oh, my gosh, there's no hope. You know, the end is here. You know, we might as well just get into a cave and just wait for the rapture. But God says in his word to occupy until he comes. He said he's, he's with us even until the end of the age. He said he'll never leave us and he will never forsake us. So back to the book, you know, we're at this moment of decision. I believe the Lord gave us a reprieve in the four years with President Donald Trump. Now, some people don't like him. Some people do. But regardless of your opinion or your view on him, the Lord used him. The Lord used him to put those pro-life justices at the Supreme Court where we just saw a major win uh, on the overturning of Roe v. Wade. Even though, you know, that battle is not done, it was still a great victory from a federal standpoint that we're not going to be pushing out this policy and now it goes to the state. So there's many states and governors that are rising up and saying, hey, that's not going to happen any longer in our state. And many lives are going to be safe. So this was a big step. 
um, you know, other things that President Trump was able to accomplish. Obviously, he moved the, the embassy in Jeru you know, to Jerusalem, which was very significant prophetically. And the whole world kind of watched that and, and, and was kind of shocked that he did that. But he did it and they predicted all these awful things would happen. And yet it happened. Right. So uh, and that's just, you know, scratching the surface. President Trump was also allowing pastors like myself and others to yes. actually speak words of life in the administration and, and lay hands on him. And uh, there was many instances where he had leaders at the White House and uh, worship at the White House. I mean, it's pretty unprecedented thing. So uh, that was a season, I believe, of reprieve. Now, what's happened is there's been a shift. And obviously, we're in a new time now. And uh, this current administration is not as open at all to letting uh, faith leaders coming in and laying hands on them. Like I said, it's a total different direction. And we've seen uh, religious liberty be attacked now and all different types of very egregious things that are on the ducket. Uh, but what I believe is that, you know, we're still here as a country. We, we still have our freedom for the most part, although we're seeing these egregious things happening. I believe this is that moment of decision. So this is the time for that righteous remnant, for the body of Christ, for the ecclesia to rise up, to speak words of life. Don't grow weary in doing good. Stand on the promise of God and be that head and not the tail. Wow, that's a mouthful right there. That, that's <laughs> very powerful. I just uh, believe. And all the things that you said, Pastor Todd, I am 110% agree with because right now you don't see... Um, you know, worship happening and, you know, in the White House or although um, we're not looking for theocracy, you know, democracy is good if that's as long as working for people. But what I think I'm saying in uh, terms of what you meant also is like we um, you are you attract who you are. Right. So I think um, a lot of the things that we have seen over the time of is not because we are always on the, or, or we are trying to side with any political aisle, or we are trying to uh, sabotage the other side. It's like I'm not in either on the side. I'm on the God side. I'm asking. I'm on on the Christ side. And either one of, um, if if you don't follow Christ, you know, because as I am following Christ, then you know everything goes into down. But yes, we have I acknowledge that seen less of worship happening and less of, you know, pastors and faith leaders are being in, involved into especially decision-making. making. And then I think over the time that you have seen the church uh, demonize the over-journal public or without people going to church were demonized. I think over time I have uh, realized that it is without church, families are not families. It is the church, it's the body of Christ that brings the families together. If, if you break the nuclear family, then everything is broken in our society, in our home, in our uh, general public. But tell me more about the book. Uh, what people, when people should read, should they find an agenda in this book? Or is it's just the truth? Well, you know, if there's any agenda, it would be to stand for righteousness, Adnan, you know, and yes. uh, you, you mentioned some very key things in what you just said, because a lot of people say, well, Pastor Todd, you're getting political, you know, you're getting quote, unquote, political. And the truth is, is I don't even like speaking about politics. I'll just be honest yes. with you. But, you know, I yes. took an oath as a pastor to stand by the word of God, you know, and so that's really what we're doing. And so a lot of these matters like standing for life or marriage or a lot of these key societal issues, like you mentioned, the nuclear family, these are matters of a spiritual significance. These are spiritual matters. 
So they're not really political matters, although they've been kind of, you know, taken into the political realm. And, and you know, there's definitely uh, people that stand for either side of those issues. But these are spiritual matters. So the whole battle that we're seeing right now is a battle of light versus darkness. And yes. I really feel like we've reached a, a critical apex moment. It's kind of like, you know, when you're watching a movie and all of a sudden you kind of get to like the climax, you know, and it like yes. it's really exciting. That's kind of I believe that's where we are right now. We're in this very exciting time. It's really an exciting time to be alive and an even more exciting time to be a Christian because we're seeing the Bible literally come into life before our eyes. And I really believe that if we're alive in this hour and we're a believer in Jesus Christ, we were made for a time as this. God didn't make a mistake in bringing us into the world at this hour. So although there can be a lot of spiritual pressure and a lot of spiritual warfare and things like that, he created us for this time. And so he's calling out people by name uh, to stand up and to walk out in your calling. And he's anointed us by the power of the Holy Spirit to do this. So this is what's so exciting about this time. And so the church is meant to be that head like we talk about. And we yeah. have the authority in the name of Jesus to pull down the strongholds. Hallelujah. Yes. Right? Come, on. So, come on, man. That's what we got to do. We got to pull down the strongholds and we got to speak to these matters. And I really believe, Adnan, this is a time for lions. It's a time for lions and generals to stand up and to be that people of God that are not afraid and not ashamed of the gospel. Uh, let me ask you, because I've seen or I have analyzed over the time, it's not a rocket science to understand that over the time you have realized that and I have noticed that tip by tip, drop by drop, um, now the Christians are you know, being painted as the mega people who are dangerous to, to society or to democracy. That's not even a political question, but it's really a biblical question because of Jesus Christ mentioned it, the persecution will come. And I, am tr I can't wrap my head around, is that where we are going? What do you feel in your heart? Is a, is a question from brother to brother. What do you feel? What is in That's your heart? Excellent question, Adnan. And I'm so glad that you're asking that because I think this is something that we have to discuss as the body of Christ. You know, when the president of the United States got up there with that very ominous red background and said those words about MAGA, the Holy Spirit immediately put it on my heart. He's not even calling out MAGA. Where he's headed with this is Bible-believing Christians. And we mm. have to understand the direction of this. You know, this whole thing, like I said, is a spiritual battle. I mean, when you look at these, these, these issues that we're dealing with, you know, uh, talking about the children, you know, they're, they're targeting our kids and, and they're trying to teach these kids, you know, they're trying to indoctrinate them with propaganda, with lies, with demonic stuff. I mean, we're seeing this now being outed. And so this is just with the children, but in general, in our society, this is what's going on. So what's happening is as the people of God stand for truth and righteousness and the word of God, there's going to be these organizations that literally want to label a preacher that preaches the entirety of the word of God somebody that's full of hate, that you're going to see this, this is going to manifest more and more because it's a spirit of antichrist. And it's really, we're at this moment where it's like, uh, you ever read that scripture where it's, you know, the prophets of Baal and the prophets of God, and they come to Mount Carmel, you know, and, and, the, and uh, you know, Elijah calls out the prophets of Baal. That's where we are. I mean, there's no mushy middle at this point. You have to pick a side. It's light yeah. or darkness. And so that's yeah. what's happening is, is that we're seeing even though they may say MAGA or conservatives, the real target is Bible-believing Christians. And we have to address mm. this head on. And this is why we have to speak to these matters. 
Yes, and um, what should um, concern us the most, and how should Christian uh, prayer nowadays? What do you feel that, um, especially for the family and also for our well-being, those we love and those we live with? Yeah, great. Another great question because this is the thing. I mean, I've been in ministry for many years, Adnan. You know, and I pastored a church and. You know, we had spiritual warfare and different things would happen over the years, just like any pastor would have to deal with. But in this last season, I've seen warfare unlike anything I've ever seen in the, in the many years of ministry. So that's why I liken it to the best of times and the worst of times at the same time, because while we see tremendous warfare, we're also seeing tremendous victories, healings, miracles. I mean, I could just tell you story after story, marriages restored, people that were misfits, drug addicts coming to know Jesus, crying and, and, and being touched by the Holy Spirit. So you know, while we're dealing with this warfare, we're also seeing tremendous victory. So I said, Lord, you know, what do you want of me? And, and he said, you have to become somebody who really spends time in the secret place and, and, and really becomes an intercessor that knows how to war. And so that's why I say it's a season of lions, because we have to know how to really get into that prayer closet or prayer room or wherever, wherever it is that you get along with the Lord and really learn how to war in the spirit. And this is what I've had to learn. And although I've always been an intercessor and a prayer warrior in this season, I've had to go deeper. And this is the way that we've been able to sustain is because we have intercessors praying for us and we're going into the secret place, into that war room and praying. And the other thing the Lord has shown me is, is some things only through prayer and fasting. So this is also a time where the people of God are going to have to learn fasting. You know, this is that getting comfortable with being uncomfortable. I'll, I'll just make a, a you know confession here, Adnan. You know, for many years, I did the Daniel fast. I did a liquid fast. I never, I was kind of afraid to do a full water 40 day fast until recently because I said, well, you know, I'm Italian. We like to eat, you know what I'm saying? And, uh, you know, I was worried about getting headaches and things like that. And, you know, I like coffee and the Lord said, look, either you're in it or you're not. And I said, okay, Lord. And so we recently did a 40 day just water fast. And I'm going to tell you, I've never done a fast where I haven't seen the Lord move in some way, shape, or form in a mighty way. And I would encourage everybody that's watching, get into fasting and pray. If you're looking for a breakthrough in a specific area in your life or your marriage or your finances or anything in your, your home, your children, really pray about and consider fasting because like that scripture says, something's only through prayer and fasting. But I will tell you this, we've never had a fast where we haven't seen tremendous results, where we haven't seen the Lord move in a way that we were not even expecting or even go exceedingly and abundantly. So this is the kind of thing that's happening in this time. And I really, it, it's, it's really time for us to take this seriously. What the word of God says, you know, this is the reality of our world. You know, as the Bible says, it's not against flesh and blood. It's against strongholds and principalities. That's our battle. And so he's given us tools, the sword of the spirit, the offensive weapon. You know, what did Jesus say when he was taken into the wilderness and he was tempted? He said, it is written, you know, get behind me, Satan. It is written. And so when we, when we meditate and spend time in the word, we know the word, we use that offensive weapon. Another weapon is prayer and, and intercessory prayer and fasting. So these are the tools that he's given us. And when we do this and we also, this is very important, consecrate ourselves and this is difficult sometimes, but we've got to be a, a repentant people. We got to be good repenters and we have to walk away from areas that we've left open doors in our life because those are the doors that the enemy will use if we leave those open. So it's a season of consecration, preparation, separation, but I believe soon we're going into the destination, Adnan, that's the promised land. Wow, that is a powerful, praise the Lord. 
And those who are wondering how we can get the book, listen, everybody, if you go on the Amazon.com, you can just type Pastor Todd Coconado, or you can also type The Great Reprieve. You will be able to get the book. It is a black cover on the book, and um, I'm going to encourage everybody to get a copy of it so you can read and get a better understanding of what is happening around us. It is not about like, hey, it's a book sale is happening. We put our, you know, guards up uh, from like, hey, that's another sale is happening. But it's really important. You got to read the kind of books that really helps you understand what is happening around you, what you can do to overcome the demonic and how you can pray, especially for your family. I'm going to encourage you to do that. And also, um, you can visit on the uh, wondering about, hey, how can we know more about uh, Pastor Todd Coconado? I never heard about him. I want to know more about him. You can go on his website, toddcoconado.com. And uh, I just love the last name, and I kind of like saying Coconado. Is that correct? Am I saying correct? or You're doing a good job, Yes, sir. It's at Coconado. Coconado. Yep. Coconado. It's like Coke. You know the thing you're you're trying to get used to coconut, but it's not a coconut. It's a coconado, so right. you gotta say that. So um, you have a podcast and show. How can people listen to your show? And what are you talking on the show that people should listen? Thank you, Adnan. Well, you know we're just trying to get the good news out, and uh, we're all about souls. That's the main mission here at the ministry, you know. And so uh, you can go to Pastor Todd T O D D dot org, which is the easiest way to get there. Um, as Adnan said, also toddcoconado.com. But if you can't spell the last name or it's a little difficult, just go to pastortoddtodd.org and you'll see our podcast on there. It's kind of like a central hub and uh, we'd love to connect with you on social media. And, you know, the mission is just in this hour, uh, the harvest is plentiful. The laborers are few and we're going to the highways and the byways. We're going to hit all 50 states in this next year. Uh, we'll be in Ohio this week. We're going down to Florida next week. I mean, we're going to be all over the country. So we'd love to connect with you and meet you in person. That is wonderful. And um, those who are uh, wondering about like, hey, how we can, uh, do you have a podcast that people can find on? Is that on a, uh, Apple, uh, you know, all other platforms? Yes, it is. It's on all the, any podcasting platform out there, I think we're pretty much on. We're also on the Charisma Podcast Network. Uh, and you can scroll down and see me on there. And if you just go to Todd Coconato, it's C-O-C-O-N-A-T-O.com slash podcasts. And you'll see uh, right there, it'll show where we where we post. And if you, um, although I said a lot about your book, uh, I don't know if I did or not, but I would like to say those who are uh, willing to buy your book and already made up, made up their mind, what is the one or two thing that they, you want that, them to learn from the book? Or what are you trying to accomplish, in other words? Thank you. Yes. I mean, in this book, it really lays out where we are. And although it was, uh, you know, originally put out before the election in 2020, it's still uh, very pertinent to what's going on right now. In fact, we just had somebody that wrote us and said, wow, this is talking about the times that we're in right now. And that's exactly what it talks about. So I really feel like the Lord gave us a prophetic vision and view of how to respond as a people of God in this hour. And that's what this book lays out. It lays out a decision. Like we mentioned, this, this pivotal moment of decision where it could go either way. You know, as we remember in the history, when the children of Israel had gotten to the Red Sea, it looked really impossible. It looked like, you know, God had forsaken them. And many people were wanting to go back into Egypt. They were literally saying, you know, at least we had food there. At least we were safe. Now our enemies are coming to kill us. 
But God moved at the last minute there. And that's what I believe he's doing now. He's going to move. And uh, it really is a moment of big faith. And so this is a time where we have to inquire of the Holy Spirit. we got to spend time in prayer. And this book lays all this out and how to do this effectively. That's wonderful. And can you say the final word of encouragement um, here over to you, two minutes? Thank you so much, Adnan. Well, you know, everybody in here is probably experiencing <coughs> similar thing where you know people in your life that are dealing with depression, that are feeling oppressed. Uh, many people are weary. I get letters every day from people that say, Pastor Todd, I don't know how much more I can wait. And what I would say in response to that is, well, what is our option? Our other option is to give up. And you only lose when you give up. So the truth is we're on the winning team. We are on the side of the God of heaven and earth, Yeshua, the creator of heaven and earth, the Alpha and the Omega, the beginning and the end. He's the same yesterday, today, and forever. He's never stepped down from the throne. He's never lost his power. And by the way, uh, Satan is a fallen archangel, but we serve the God of heaven and earth, the creator. So it's a fixed fight, and we're on the winning team. So we got to remember that we're on the winning team. Hold on. Just keep pressing ahead. Spend that time in prayer. Get recharged. Feed your soul. Be a worshiper. Uh, I would highly encourage you to pray about fasting. Uh, let's go deeper in our faith in this time. And I believe just as the people of Israel saw God move on so many different occasions, you know, the Lord says, if there's just a remnant, I mean, there's just, it doesn't even need to be the whole country. It just needs to be his church rising up and praying. And those who call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. And he also says no weapon, not some weapons, not a few weapons, no weapon formed against us shall prosper. The gates of hell shall not prevail. He says, occupy until he comes. And so this is our mission. So I would encourage everybody, be a lion. That's who you are. That's who you are created to be. We know our identity in Jesus Christ. We're on the winning team, and we are going to see a victory in Jesus' name. Powerful. Um, thank you so much, Pastor uh, Todd Coconado. I appreciate it. And those who are wondering about how we can watch CTN, I'm going to encourage everybody to make sure you download CTN app on your phone. It's called Christian Television Network. You can download it through your cell phone, whether you have an Android or you have, um, you can also see on the screen, Android or iPhone, you can download the app. And then you can also watch us on Roku, on live stream, on our uh, website. I'm telling you, this show and also the show that we are brought, many other shows and preaching that we are broadcasting because the preachers that we are putting on city in Houston, those are hand-picked preachers. It's not just somebody that want to pay more money and we have them on this broadcast, but really hand-picked preachers and we bringing content to you, which we truly believe will bless your soul. And uh, especially this kind of media world and you hear so many news of depression, anxiety, the fear-mongering spirit is like hovering all over the place but we want to bring hope to you that's only found in Jesus Christ. And those who are wondering about how can we watch locally CTN, I'm going to encourage you go on channel 12.1 here locally in Houston. You can watch. If you're looking for my particular show, it goes Monday to Friday. Again, Monday to Friday, 9 p.m. Central Time and 10 p.m. Eastern Time. You can watch Adnan Maksud live all throughout the week. And we have a brand new speakers that are coming up more on the show preachers powerful as pastor todd uh, that comes on and share not just what they learn in their philosophy class but what they have experienced and learned through interceding in the presence of god 
please continue to share this on Facebook, on your YouTube channel. Make sure you like and subscribe our YouTube channel. Why I'm saying that? Because we post brand new content every week. We don't rest until we post more content for you. So thank you so much. God bless you for watching. Have a beautiful day.